awareness for the genetic disorder turner syndrome this is our third episode which is going to be my story Mm -hmm. and we hope you enjoy yes yes so welcome again and thank you so much for tuning in if you haven't heard our first two episodes i you know i encourage you to listen um we kind of just talk about you know what turner syndrome is about and then we kind of shared our family's um journey through that and today is going to be a great day it's going to be a great episode you're not going to want to miss um because we are going to be talking to brooke and she's going to be sharing her story. Um, so it's going to have a nice intro to our podcast uh, because next, our next episode, we're going to be talking to another young lady with Turner's. So, um, but today we just really thought it was, you know, really important for you to hear from Brooke. And I know, you know, a lot of people will probably have some questions out there and just kind of hear from somebody now who's a young adult and, you know, the path that she's gone on. So, um, so, Brooke, let's just kind of kick it off. Let's just kind of start with when you first found out or where you feel comfortable, where you want to start. Okay, so <clears throat> we mentioned before that uh, I found out I was diagnosed at 10 years old. Um, and that was pretty young. That was pretty early. And my first reaction to that was kind of like, before all the doctor's appointments, of course, was kind of like, so what? Like, what did that change? What did that do? Um, I wasn't really too concerned about it at first. I didn't see myself as any different um, from anybody. I looked I looked like just like any other girl. Didn't notice anything different about myself. Um, so at first, yeah, before all, I started getting into all the doctor's appointments and getting all the information, I kind of just brushed it aside. Mm-hmm. Um once I started getting into the doctor's appointments, however, and they started connecting everything that had been going on um, and telling me what to expect and everything, it started to become overwhelming. And I started to think like, wow, I have to think ahead all these years and plan for all of this stuff ahead of time. And especially like with the growth hormones, with um, just horm- hormone therapy stuff like in general, um, that was stuff like do I want to do this? What's it going to do later on? And I had to start thinking about that at 10 years old, yeah, like basically about like what I wanted to do. And it was, <clears throat> it was very overwhelming. It was. Yeah. And I just want to kind of interrupt on that too, because I remember specifically um, this time when Brooke found out about her growth hormones and, and she sat in at 10 years old, sat in on these doctor's appointments with a really great endo doctor here in Maine. But, you know, he was, he was honest and he was talking about, you know, her dad is 6'4", and he was kind of discussing the facts that, you know, if you don't take the growth hormones, you could you could potentially grow to a, a normal height, whatever that is, you yeah. know. But um, but I remember, Brooke, do you remember when you said, when you made the decision of what you said, <laughs> and you made your decision? We kind of left it up to you, because yeah. remember how you were kind of like talking about the shots, and then you, you kind of made yeah. a comment that was kind of powerful. Yeah, just kind of like, I noticed pretty early on I'd always had a pretty big faith I'd always like mm-hmm. I'd grown up in a Christian household believed in that that's always been a big part of my life so and then it really came to a head when stuff like this started going on it's like 
well, I can't control it. What what can I do? And so I just like, I'm going to let God control it. Whatever mm-hmm. he wants mm-hmm. to do, then that's, awesome. that's the thing. And I won't take it. And whatever height he wants for me, that's the way it goes. Exactly. That's awesome. So, Powerful yeah. stuff. Very proud of you, huh? Yeah. So, um, so there was that. There, that was the first major hurdle. And that was a lot because our family personally was going through a lot of um, other stuff as well, um, aside from a diagnosis and going through all of that. Um, so it was all kind of overwhelming. And then I was going through school, just getting into middle school when I was finding out about all that. And I'm sure everybody can agree that's not a great time mm. for anybody. Yeah. Well, not really not a great time, but it's a, it's an overwhelming time for everybody. Yeah. Um, so I kind of went through, kind of went through middle school just trying to get through everything, get through school normally, and um, that was kind of that was kind of interesting. And um, it was tough. And, yeah. And again, I, and I'm not trying to interrupt, but I'm just no. again, I'm kind of sharing it as from a parent's perspective, as as a mom, and a, and a dad here too. Well, not me, but you know, with Dwayne and, and so forth. Parents, you know, we we hear about the whole bullying piece, like you know, watch your kids for bullying, be you know, all of this. But let me tell you, when you have a child with, with Turner syndrome or, or whatever, and you don't know that your daughter may have something like this, or you do know, and teachers aren't quite aware of it, and parents might not be, and the kids might not be, but to, to yeah. see the bullying that can go on, that really hurt. Um, so yeah. we did have to go in on a few occasions and talk to the teachers about that. Mm. But it was good. I mean, the teachers were excellent, and, and yeah. they did educate us too. You know, they kind of were talking about how, you know, kids at that middle school age are doing going through hormonal changes and that sort of thing. So yeah. I don't think it was anything like um, aggressive, you know, as far as hurting and so forth. But just just to be aware that kids are going through different things in, in their path and, and that sort of thing. So um, just remember that, you know, watch your kids on, on how they judge and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, middle school, um, first finding out, I started to notice um, some of the differences the doctors were talking about pretty quickly. Um, I had to take hormone therapy. I, had, I started with the estrogen patch mm-hmm. um, because I don't know if we talked about this much, but girls who have turners, a lot of the times they can't create their own hormones, and that I was one of them. So um, I was on, I started the estrogen patch in middle school, and then that developed into birth control later on in high school. Um, so that was pretty interesting. I kind of felt like it's kind of weird with, with like hearing all these kids and everything, just like what they had to go through with some of it. Cause I heard a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of more, I was more of an observer in school. I didn't really, <laughs> yeah. I talked with like a few, I have like a couple people I hung out with occasionally and everything, but I was, I was much more of an observer, um, I would say. Yeah. So I was kind of just taking everything in, um, learning more about Turner syndrome kind of where I could and mm-hmm. hearing the differences. So middle school was basically just kind of like just kind of getting through, learning what I could. Um, then another thing I was kind of battling during middle school was that ear issues. Pretty oh, big, yeah. Yep. Pretty big ear Definitely. issues that started um, – those started towards my uh, – the, sec- the last two years mm-hmm. of middle school, I would say, before I started going into high school, there was some pretty big issues with my ears. I had had, 
I'd always had ear infections when I was younger, mm-hmm. even before I found out about Turner Syndrome. And we always chalked that up. The doctors chalked it up to uh, just putting in tubes and stuff like that. And even after I was diagnosed, they never really caught on to anything no. else <laughs> being different. Yeah. So finally, around middle school, my last year in middle school, we found out about the cholesteatoma, which was a buildup in the right ear, and that was causing some hearing loss. So um, right before my last year of middle school, the summer, and then going right into my first year of high school, I had that surgery yeah. um, done to remove it, which <laughs> was already pretty big with the middle schooler going into high school and yeah. then going through that. That was, that was something pretty big. but You handled it well. Yeah. You handled it like a champ. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, you know, just seeing Brooke go through these and, you know, you hear about the hearing loss and, and um, all of that. But, you know, along all this, these journeys of uh, Turner, she's, you know, going through other doctor's appointments and trying to live that normal life of a middle schooler and that sort of thing. But we, we definitely have been blessed and, you know, with other issues that she hasn't had. But this was a big one. I mean, we were um, we headed down to Boston and and before we went, though. Um, we had lost one of our dogs who was a oh, yeah. <laughs> Sophie. She was just an amazing lab. But I think what helped was having those two yeah. come into the picture. We yeah, had two we, labs waiting on the other end yeah. of our surgery. So <laughs> Yeah, we got two two little labs, Stella and Jeter, and <laughs> they're still obviously around today. They're they're doing really well. So yeah. yes, that was definitely a big help. Um, actually we, we ended up bringing him in for a school project my, uh, freshman year. So yeah. that was cute. That was fun. So how did you, how did you feel about that surgery with Dr. Poe? He was pretty good, huh? Yeah, he was really good. Um, it was, yeah, very stressful going in. Um, wasn't sure really, well, he kind of prepared us, but yeah. I always obviously was kind of like, still had that little bit of anxiety, but yeah. Ended up getting through it okay, so. Yeah, that and that was, was down at the Boston Children's Hospital. That was good. Yeah, yeah they, they were really job. good there. So, yeah. yeah, and then, so that was good, um, and everything went well. No other issues after that, with as far as my ear goes, so that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so, basically, I went through high school. Um, I continued with lacrosse, which I had started in middle school, mm-hmm. um, and that actually really helped. That was great. Um, the girls were really good there. Um, they were a pretty good support system, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I continued that through high school, continued with my studies, and you do I great studied, on your yeah. studies, by the way. <laughs> yes, yeah, I did. Student, yeah, student right here. So yeah, and actually, I mean, a lot of girls sometimes they do. A lot of girls with Turner's they do struggle with math, but um, and I did, uh, but. I didn't really show it too, too much. I didn't really show any more struggle than the average person. Um, so I just kind of, like, allowed that to get through. And I ended up starting to try and trying to find out what I wanted to do after. And I ended up deciding I really like science. Science was really fun, and I was good at that. And writing. Uh, yeah, and writing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have always loved to write. And so, but, yeah. So I was thinking about doing something with science um, as well. So um, I decided on, I was going between marine biology and biochemistry oh, for throughout high school. And I ended up deciding on biochemistry. Um, thought it was going to be, that was going to be a little bit easier. <laughs> but, well, not really easier, but um, 
I thought the math was probably wasn't going to be as hard as it was. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I got through that, and once I uh, finished high school in 2015 was when I graduated, um, and then I ended up going to, I got into my first year of college, mm-hmm. um, which was good, at USM, and I started slowly going towards um, my biochemistry. And, and, and tell us, yeah. let, before we get right into your to your studies and that sort of thing, yeah. let's just back up a little bit. Um, and I just want to hear a little bit about, so you, because you went through, through a few different schools. Um, you went to the University of Southern Maine. Yeah. You know, started out locally. Yeah. But then, then you kind of realized that, you know, it was time to kind of move away and, and absorb some new <laughs> culture a yeah. little bit. You know, try something outside of the home. Yeah. So, yeah, the, once I finished, um, well, actually, um, before that, um, while I was at my first year at USM, I was diagnosed with celiac. Oh, that's right. Um, yes. I would, yeah, getting a little bit of that. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, celiac, uh, I, ha- I'd always had kind of, I had hypothyroidism, which was diagnosed, I think around high school. Yep. yep. Um, and so I had been battling with that and I'd been tested and, um, I went in for a routine thyroid check, um, when I was in college my first year and they found out that I also had celiac, which answered a lot of questions oh, yeah. as well. Cause I got sick a lot as a kid, especially during like holidays and everything, mm-hmm. which we thought was just excitement for a kid, yeah. yep. obviously. But then, <laughs> yeah, then we realized that it was actually, yeah, it was actually celiac. Um, so I started getting into that and then, um, I was dealing with that and then, yeah, I decided I wanted to try out of the home for a yep. little while. So, um, after my first year at USM, I ended up deciding to go to Gordon, um, which was in Wenham, Massachusetts. And that was, that was a really good experience. That's a great school. Yeah. So, um, once I finished finals and at USM and I decided to try out Gordon and apply and everything and I got in, um... And I found out that um, they had this thing called Levita oh, um, yeah. that we had to do for our this, course. This is great. I love yeah. it. And that was very interesting. Can um, you explain, explain a little bit about Levita? Yeah. So Levita is um, one um, part that they allow for freshmen to do to get into, uh, well, not to get into, but as part of their core requirements mm-hmm. for the college. And Levita was this outdoor experience where you go 12 days um, in the Adirondack Mountains. <laughs> and you can choose between either hiking or canoeing. And I ended up doing canoeing, and I was with an awesome group. And that was that was a really great experience. Um, and it just really, yeah, it was definitely a big eye-opener. It brought me closer to God. Um, but, yeah, so... well. Before you go on, because this is my favorite. Oh, I yeah. was going to go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> sorry, I'm just no. getting a little ahead of myself because yeah. I already know what happens, but yeah. sorry, Brooke. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, at first, when I, I was a little bit hesitant about it, actually, at first, um, because I wasn't sure, like, with my heart, like, what was going to go on. My heart had always been healthy, but um, so we ended up double-checking with my cardiologist, and he said I could go. Um, so I went in, met with my group of people, um, and they were they were really, really great. They were 
um, very supportive and I was I was happy to support all mm-hmm. of them and we were we really connected and it was a really really great experience we did um yeah we had to do the portaging um which was probably the most strenuous part of the of the th- um what's that the event um taking the canoes and oh, on yeah. your back and bringing them from the water to the other body of water carrying oh, wow. across yeah. the island um and that was that was a big that was pretty big um and then just the nightly uh st- like going over each other we learned about each other's stories um did our testimonies and just hearing everybody's was really really inspiring and it was really amazing to hear what everybody else had been through um so that was big and so yeah so another thing too i just want to kind of interrupt there too the leaders that you had too before brooke began this uh 12-day excursion they were really really good because they asked about her or her and anybody else on that um that was going to be on that journey there about their diets um, what they could and could not eat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were, like, really good. They made sure that you had what you needed. And they knew because, again, when Brooke was saying earlier about the being celiac. Yeah. They, they was, made sure, you know. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, because that was tough because it was new to me. So it was great to have them, like, be so aware and careful about that. And, yeah, they were all, even, like, the people in the group were all, like, really cautious about it, too. Mm-hmm. And were really great about trying to keep stuff, like, separate and everything. Yeah. So that was really great. And I just had, yeah, I made some really, really good friends. And that was a lot of fun. And so just just walk us through like a day of like when you're out, out there on your, or even like, okay, so it was 12 days. Yeah. So how were you like halfway through? So you're six days into it. What was that six day like? Because did you, I mean, you were living in the Adirondacks for 12 days without <laughs> any cell phone, yeah, any form of like communication. Yeah. It was honestly kind of peaceful not having to do the cell phone. And I actually encourage everybody mm-hmm. to try and give it a try if yeah. they can. Because um, it honestly, when I when I came back, it was like my phone felt foreign in my hand. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> That's what is awesome. this? Yeah. So um, one thing that our the, that our Sherpas went over was like, you don't you're not you don't have any other commitment. You've committed to this for 12 days. Yeah. So you don't need to worry about time. You don't need to worry about homework. Nothing. Because you, you've just committed to it. Mm-hmm. So just go through the motions and just kind of like. So that that was really that was really interesting. And yeah, I encourage everybody to try and block out a period of that time to do it. Because it really is yeah. a really great experience. Um, so yeah, we would just, uh, we would kind of talk. We would all pitch in to help mm-hmm. around the camp doing whatever we could. Um, we all did our own duties and. They actually had this thing where we went out um, for the day to do our um, whatever we were doing. Um, they would have a leader of the day leading us oh, yeah. where we um, where we were going. They had controlled the maps and they had they could have a watch. Mm-hmm. They could have the watch as well. Um, so that was very interesting, and that was because you, you had to trust because um, we had to learn to trust each other yeah. when that was going on. So that was that was very. And you good. were a leader. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was um, we I was actually one on the last day, uh, and so the shirt that was the day the Sherpas were actually kind of like watching from a distance. I, it was just um, me and the other guy alone, um, helping to lead this group, and um, it was very good. And I learned a lot of lessons because we 
all gave each other feedback at the end. Oh, cool. So we all gained a great amount of uh, knowledge from that, I think. Um, so that was very good. Um, yeah, it was, it was, we couldn't shower for 12 days, so we were pretty, <laughs> we were pretty strange when we came yeah. out, but hey, yeah, know people, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, um, when I did Levita, we, that actually went right from the, we went right from the Adirondacks back to, uh, now, Gordon College. So before yeah. that, though, so, yeah. you did what? You did a 24 hours? Or? Oh, yeah, two, um, a two days solo. Um, yeah, so that was, that was very intense. It was pouring rain, obviously. Oh, I remember. Um, yeah, like, the last, um, like, well, yeah, the second day, it was pouring rain, and then, um, all through the day and all through the night, it was, it was just raining, and the night especially got really windy, really, like, just thundering, um, and lightning as well. So that was that was pretty freaky, and I was afraid my um, tarp thing was actually gonna blow off you had a um, visitor during too. the night. Oh yeah, yeah. There was um yeah. We saw a lot of little animals as well, and the um at the beginning of the second day, I saw a little field mouse um yeah. just sitting right at the top of my uh right at the top of my um bed thing bed roll um yeah like pretty close to my face, and it saw when it saw me woke up it scampered off, but it was. It was really cool, and then I also had a jackrabbit, or just a regular rabbit, I think, just pounded right, just ran right by my, um, right by my, uh, mats and everything. So, during this time that you were having your, you know, 24 hours, or 48 hours, was it two days you said? Yeah, two days, yeah. Yeah, and trust me, from a parent, parent's perspective, you're, you're told that you're not going to hear from your child for 12 days, and that was probably, like, some of the hardest 12 days of our lives that you know, Dwayne and I, and, and even her brother, Cameron, had experienced, because we were kind of like, are we going to hear something? And each day would go by, we wouldn't hear something, but then after a while, you're like, I hope I don't hear anything, because that means that everything's going okay. But you're still concerned, because, you know, you're out on the Adirondacks, so it was just, each day we're growing as a family, and knowing that Brooke is stepping out in faith, and stepping out, she's just a powerful, powerful girl. I mean, the journey that she's gone through and then you know through the school years and through the doctor's appointments and then to be put into this amazing um, program through Gordon College just really was just wow she's getting some one-on-one time with with a God that loves her and um, and when we saw her it was like <laughs> I remember seeing it because you, you were starting to go into how you came back to Gordon College yeah. to move into your dorm and we, we ran down there to see her for a little bit, and <laughs> yeah. she looked so refreshed. You looked, um, you know, and you still do, yeah. but, I mean, after that experience, you <laughs> yeah. were just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely, um, yeah, I was definitely really refreshed. It was really great um, to go through that and everything, and um, maybe not as intense as I, as I did, but I'm, I encourage everybody to give something like that yeah. um, a try, because it's definitely an eye-opener, and it's definitely refreshing great for the mental health (laughs) yeah yeah so but yeah so once I got back um yeah I went right into my dorm um and got settled and everything and um started my classes and that's when I started um started getting a little bit into like um the math part with biochem being a little bit of a struggle um so 
that was a little bit of a stressful time and I ended up getting through um I wasn't started questioning what I really wanted to do if I really wanted to do it and so I started to turn back to um writing and English and all that and it's like I like all the stuff I'm good at that so let's try let's try teaching in English um so I did for the second semester and really I enjoyed it a lot um but it ended up getting a little expensive at Gordon, so I did have to come back, um, which was kind of a bummer. I met a lot of great people there. Yeah, you did. Um, yep. But yeah, I was having some issues with the celiac, um, and obviously the I didn't couldn't afford that much in debt um, if I was thinking about becoming a teacher at the time. So yeah. um, ended up coming back to USM and trying to get into that again. Um, still... Uh, still kind of going on with the celiac and everything, learning about that, and but that was a lot easier at home um, to deal with doing the cooking and everything on yourself by yourself. Oh yeah, and we're gonna yeah. have an episode on that too. Oh yeah, should be fun. Yeah. Yes, we'll definitely get into all of that. Um, gotten a lot better at dealing with that now. Oh yeah, with the celiac. So yeah, we. So. So now yeah. you are wrapping up to graduate next yeah yes in your English major and I do I just want to backpedal a little bit too when you were younger um I don't know about you you know anybody out there that has turners but I have found that girls with turners that I've met really like to read they really (laughs) like their books and um they have a lot of similarities books and even like horses and like you know they love for animals and that (laughs) sort of thing but Brooke has always had been passionate about about reading and I remember when she was about two years old we used to read to her, you know, my husband and I would read to her, and she would memorize from front to back, word for word, every single word in that book, and would be able to recite it. Um, so she's always had an imagination and a, an amazing, strong, strong point with writing. So um, so we're not too surprised that, you know, English is your major. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty cool. So. Yeah. So yeah, that I've yeah I have always loved to read and to write. I love getting in, just delving into like letting my mind like create. That's mm-hmm. always been a big thing. So I just I ended up deciding um, to stick with English after um, after about a, after about a year at USM because mm-hmm. um, I do I do love kids and oh, yeah. I do love all that. But I want I wanted to do something that like. Um, just something with reading and with writing um really with that so I figured I would find that kind of along the way a job that fit that but for now I was gonna like finish that as my study so mm-hmm. yeah I'm coming up to my senior year now and yeah I'm really excited to graduate <laughs> so still going on with the Turner Center my ears have been good my yep. heart's good and I'm still I still am working with the hypothyroid as well um, so as a person, like as Brooke Karen and, you know, taking the whole Turner syndrome, I know this, you know, this podcast is all about Turner syndrome and, you know, and Brooke sharing her story and other, other girls are going to be on here sharing their stories, but that shouldn't define who you are. I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're human beings. We all have passions about things. We all love to do stuff. We all have things we're not too crazy about doing either. Um, so Brooke, what are some of your favorite things? Like, what do you like to cook? What do you like to do? <laughs> Um, <laughs> any fun activities, oh. any plans for the future? Well, I love, I love doing kind of outdoorsy stuff occasionally, like hiking, kayaking. Um, that's all great. Um, 
like those are all really great to get out into nature and just mm-hmm. stuff and everything that was always fun and let's see I do love horseback riding. It is it's a pricey hobby though to get into. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I like to do it when I can, and yeah, uh, I really like cooking a lot, experimenting with it. I've Very definitely gotten into that. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely gotten into that. Um, ever since the celiac, because I figured that would be um, it's a good idea to probably learn how to cook. Oh yeah. Um, how to cook that stuff so you know, you know yourself like what's going in mm-hmm. to your to your meals and everything so i definitely encourage everybody to give like cooking a try yeah um, if they can i think everybody can do can do a good job cooking if they put the if they put a little bit of time oh yeah yeah there's a lot of easy stuff easy recipes and everything and we can get into that we'll we'll be going over like celiac and stuff foods so um yeah we'll definitely be looking into that um and yeah if you guys have any questions about that Mm -hmm. um or anything else like we might be missing that you want to know, um, you can just feel free to write in on our Twitter mm-hmm. or our Instagram as well. We'll give those at the end. Yeah, and we're going to uh, share some pictures. Yeah. Sorry, Brooke. I just wanted to yeah. share real quick. We'll gather some pictures too um, so you can see some of Brooke's um, when she was out on Levita too. There's some pretty neat pictures that, you know. That yeah, I think, yeah, there is one on my personal Instagram that I can pull up, I think. Okay, And good. Um, share. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, that was that was all good. Um, just all of that experience. I don't regret an experience I've had. <laughs> yeah. So it's all been really, it's all been really helpful, and and everything. Um, so what? So we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you a couple questions yeah. here. What would be probably one of the hardest things that you've had to deal with with Turner's so far? Would you say? Uh, I don't know. The hardest thing. Um, would probably be, would probably be like, maybe infertility, maybe, mm-hmm. um, only because that's something that's like really tough to plan for, like True. in the future. It's yeah. not as easily as controlled as say celiac, cholesterol, oh, yeah, like all of that stuff. You can't really control it. And mm-hmm. that's probably, um, I think a hard part <laughs> Because I think, and I think a lot of people probably struggle with feeling like a sense of like a loss of control True. with yeah. certain things. So I think that would probably make it one of the hardest. Yeah. Um, and also thinking like if that would be an, a deterrent potentially, like if I can't have kids, is a guy like yeah gonna be interested or anything? Um, yeah. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but I haven't had yeah I haven't been in a relationship at all yet, which is totally fine. Um. Yeah, I look back now, especially in those, yeah, probably probably haven't had the best opportunity to have a relationship anyway, especially yeah. going through college and trying to find, like, my, what I was passionate about, like, how, like, what I wanted to kind of, like, do as far as, like, my major. And don't mind us, yeah. that's our black lab is sitting next to us whining, like, he wants to be on the, be interviewed, but. Yeah. Sorry, Brooke. <laughs> She's fine. <to> be quiet. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so, yeah, still. As far as, like, as far as that goes, like, relationships, I'm still, like, um, just going through the motions mm-hmm. right now and waiting. Um, yeah. We'll see. And that's where your but faith comes into yeah. play, too. You know God's oh, yeah. the plan, so. Yeah. But, yeah, so, but, yeah, as far as, like, the hardest part, probably okay. infertility. Okay. Stuff like that. So, what is probably one of the greatest things you've you've come across so far? Like, what, what have you learned about yourself that you're like, wow. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Turner syndrome hasn't limited me. Yeah. Um, I can still do the same things as anybody else. It uh-huh. hasn't hasn't stopped me yet. So that's been probably the greatest thing. That's awesome. It sure. Yeah. yeah it definitely hasn't. <laughs> definitely has yeah. not. Not at all. Yeah. So. <laughs> and any plans for the future? Like, where do you see yourself? You know, in the future, you got graduation coming up. Do you have any? Yeah. Um. I'm not really sure. I think um, I wouldn't mind moving south. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. But um, and as far as like jobs, I probably wouldn't mind. I'd really am looking for anything that does. <laughs> really stop. anything that does like um, marketing, anybody that has like maybe like writing up training material. I've been looking oh, yeah. at a bunch of different jobs. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that, those are jobs I've seen that I I think would be really something I would really like, enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, so I've been looking at a bunch of different companies to work at and yeah. seeing where that all leads. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you do, you've yeah. been doing amazing. You've been an inspiration to our family and to a lot of people that I know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. As far as, yeah, I guess for my personal life, um, probably I would – probably married and maybe adopting a kid or two yeah um if but if god wants me to have biological then yeah that's up to him but yeah yeah this is all just like it's kind of going wherever god wants me to go i'll i'll follow um love it so yeah love it that's awesome wow well thank you brooke for sharing because it's not you know it's not easy sharing something like this sometimes and we really wanted to share this, um, both of our stories, just so other people can kind of hear where we're coming from. And we all have our own story to share. Um, and we will be sharing another story next week um, with Holly. And she's going to be one you're not going to want to miss. She's she's a great young lady who is from Maine also. Yeah, she's really and, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and you met her through USM. You, you saw her at yeah. University of Southern Maine. She yeah. just graduated with her master's. So, um you know, she's a little older than Brooke, but you'll you'll hear her story. But today, we're just really grateful. And I, I mean, I just, you know, she's our daughter. So, of course, I could sit here all day and go <laughs> yeah. on about how awesome you are. But yeah. thank you, Brooke, for sharing your story. Yeah. And um, again, if you guys have um, any further questions you'd mm-hmm. like to ask any of us, um, if you'd like to, um, yeah, just ask of, yeah. Uh, yeah, ask of us if there's anything you'd like to hear oh, more sure. about, like, yeah. with, like, a like cooking or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, any topics or, would be like, great. Yeah, any like regarding health. If you're curious yep. about like health issues and all like all of that, feel free to right. message us and yeah, because we do it. we yeah. want to do a few um, health and wellness type episodes and definitely some interviews. Um, you know, I've got some people in mind that I'd love to contact, or if you want to be interviewed, also let us know. Um, Ooh, so. Yes. There, the sky's the limit with this, and there's a lot, you know, like like we've said over the past couple of episodes, too, is that our goal is to spread awareness um, and just, you know, open the doors so people can be a voice, too. So, yeah. Excellent. So, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to share? Or? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I'll give you guys our Instagram and our Twitter account if you would like to look into those and contact us through that. Um, so our Twitter is at pod butterfly and our Instagram is at, uh, pod butterfly un- at butterfly pod underscore zero four. Okay, great. 
Well, thank you again, Brooke, and thank you to everybody who's been listening um, to our podcast. We will be back again for episode four with Holly, and you're not going to want to miss it. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for listening. We hope you enjoyed, and we hope you walk away with something from this. And again, if you have any further questions, feel free to contact us on our social media. Yes, and stay tuned for our next episode where we will have Holly um, as our guest, and she will be sharing her story with Turner Syndrome. So we look forward uh, to that interview, and we look forward to you all coming back. Thanks.